0: Hey, welcome to the second Creative Pedagogy Seminar. Uh, Today, uh, the scholar on is Roland Messmer. Um, He is a um, head of professorship at the University of Applied Sciences and Arts in Northwestern Switzerland, in Brugg, Switzerland. And the topic of his talk today is about what is a subject matter knowledge of physical education and how this one is broken up um, he does a um, lecture for about to the 25, 26 minute mark. And after that, the students um, ask questions. So um, I'll let Ben take it away.
1: Uh, kia let's just start uh, this. Uh, it's five o'clock. It's five o'clock, and I want to rock uh, with Roly. Uh, welcome, Roly, from Switzerland. First of all, what's the weather like there, and what is the time?
2: Uh, it's deep in the night. Hello, everybody there. It's deep in the night and we have snow at the moment. It's cold.
1: Okay, sorry to hear that. We do not have <laughs> snow. We have about 50 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, okay. So I, uh, when people Skype in from around the world, I'm just uh, checking the weather because it's kind of a fun thing. To Absolutely. Do. Yeah, so uh, Kia ora. Uh, Māori greeting, Tenakoto, Tenakoto, Tenakoto katoa. Welcome to the University of North Carolina at Greensboro and to our uh, class, which is uh, Creative Pedagogies, and uh, to the um, podcast that we're going to set up uh, for it uh, at the end of each month. So first of all, I'd like to just have people introduce themselves. Donald, do you? can you just, do you mind hearing me, mate, jump in? Yeah.
3: Uh, Hi. Uh, Donald Howley, graduate assistant to Dr. Dyson. He's from Ireland. A uh, well, current high school PE teacher in Ireland, now a graduate assistant to be Alright. <laughs> Thanks.
4: <laughs>
1: Thanks. Oh. Jennifer, sure.
4: Sure. I'm Jennifer Lingle. I am a PhD student in teacher education and development. I am not a former PE teacher, but instead of middle grades, so grade six through um, eight in the U.S., which is ages approximately 10 to 14 um, of 20 years. And um, just really excited to talk with you, Dr. Messner, tonight about pedagogical content. Excellent,
2: okay, okay.
5: Hello, I'm Seungyeon Baek. I'm from South Korea, and I'm a first-year doctoral student of Dr. Dyson. And I was an elementary school teacher back in South Korea. Nice to meet you.
2: Yes, it's nice to meet you.
0: Okay. Hello, uh, I'm Yan Hua Shen. I'm from China. Uh, I study uh, uh, PE curriculum and a pedagogy with Dr. Ben Dyson. And my research interest is like uh, integrity curriculum and innovative pedagogy. Nice to meet you.
5: Okay. Hi, my name is Judy Fowler. Like Jennifer, I'm in the PhD program in our teacher education, higher education uh, program. Uh, my background is elementary physical education, and we are very excited to speak with you tonight. Thank you.
4: OK, thank you.
5: OK, uh,
1: thanks, Rolly. Yunma Shin, sometimes we call him Eddie because oh, yeah. of our yeah, yeah. terrible Sorry, pronunciation of the Chinese. Um, okay. So uh, without further ado, if you don't mind, uh, we'll get you started. Um, I'd like to just say the little anecdote that I have. I met you in Hamburg last year, and we had a wonderful time uh, wandering around uh, the wharf and dock area of uh, Hamburg, uh, just near St. Pauli soccer field. So uh, it was great to have a night with you, and then we had our... uh, We're at the European Research Association Conference, and we had a wonderful dinner at the St. Pauli Soccer Club, which is the most socially critical, uh, social just uh, soccer club in Germany. So, Rolly, over to you, buddy.
2: I didn't understand you, Ben. What did you say?
1: You can start. We're ready to go. Okay, okay.
2: Okay cannot manage this slide, so I will say you you have to click. That's okay? Yes. Okay. (laughs) So, um, good evening from Switzerland. I will read it from my paper because my English is not so very good. So, I hope you understand my English and I will start with the paper. Title is, you see on the slide, what is the subject matter of physical education? What has been occupying me for a long time and what might be the appropriate place to analyze here are the different approaches to learning and teaching sports in schools. In order to explain this, I may have to go into my biography a little, but only briefly. I live and work in a German-speaking part of Switzerland. Although Switzerland is an independent nation, it is also significantly influenced by the German culture through the similar language. On the other hand, we have a different political tradition and culture which, which rather resemble the ones of the USA. At least forefathers wrote of the American constitution. Since I mainly attended courses of American pragmatism during my studies of philosophy, I am now sitting between two chairs. On the one hand, the German idealism of the 18th and 19th century, which is still effective today with its concept of Bildung. I say this word in German, Bildung, it means education, but it's not the same. And, on the other hand, the American pragmatism, which has influenced me not only philosophically, but explicitly also in terms of sport didactics. The next slide, Ben. Thank you. In this field of tension, I try to introduce a model in the next 10 minutes, 20 minutes, which you have already got to know by reading the text. So, I will not repeat the model as such, but rather explain the approaches to education theory that have emerged from this field of tension between two cultures. Next slide. Geisteswissenschaftliche Pädagogik, that's the German word, it is the discourse of a German construction. It is in English humanities education. Um, Humanity education, which is explicitly based on the concept of Bildung, is based on a dualistic view of man, which explicitly separates body and mind. While the mind is the center of Bildung, the body is more reserved for the military and parental education or training. It is therefore not surprising that up to the 20th century Gymnasiums gymnasiums and sport halls were not explicitly part of the schools but were located outside the regular buildings as Turnanstalt. There were buildings separately from the schools. The training of sports teachers was also not integrated into the training systems of other teachers but in Switzerland, for example, was directly subordinated to the federal government, government as a task. But not only the separation of mind and body plays a role in this context of humanity's education, but also the separation of individual and society. Education is always oriented towards the individual and not towards society. Therefore, the concept of personality is at the heart of this concept of building, Bildung, which shows that the individual should develop independently of society and politics. The idea of personality development independent of society works directly out of the matter sport, incidentally to this day. For example, Konzelmann, a German and Swiss uh, educator, Konzmann et al recently asked the not ironic question of whether school sport makes better people out of our children. This is in stark contrast to progressive education as formulated by John Dewey, among others. For him, in contrast to the German-language concept of Bildung, it is not exclusively about the individual and his or her personality, but rather about education through and for democracy. The individual is always in a social and societal context that is independent on personality development. What also fascinates me about Dewey and you read that in the text is his conception of body and mind as a continuum. In this, he dramatically differs from other German-speaking reform pedagogues who always and exclusively think of education from the child and thus argue analogously to education. So this is where my concept of physical education comes in which I will explain a bit in the following. If we assume that sport isn't a subject like any other, then the fundamental task is to prepare children and young people for life as adults. Or as Sain and Nussbaum have put it in order to enhance the capability of individuals to act in an increasingly complex society. For sport, this means that we have to deal with a variety of social practices of sport, not only in the sense of acquiring these sporting practices, but also in the sense of critically examining these practices. For me, as a sport didactician, the questions arises as to which practices we choose for sport lessons and which we leave out. Hence the title Subject Matter In German, what is the middle of physical education? Next slide. In the spirit of Klawke, this is a German educationalist. He formulated the selection of content as one of the central didactic tasks. In view of the truly heterogeneous and confusing social practices of sport, this cannot be implemented so easily. The question of an orientation pattern for this selection therefore, arises. This question also corresponds to the idea of the teacher as a curriculum maker, as formulated, in a particular, by Craig, U and O for sport teachers. Craig, uh, Jerry Craig, I know her uh, myself, uh, she is not really um, as, uh, as a physical education um, um, researcher, but she has uh, published some papers about uh, sport teachers. Okay, according to this, both teachers and didacticans are required to make a selection for physical education, because this selection is neither given by the discipline itself nor by society as a matter of course. And this is where the complementary curricular model for physical education, as I have formulated it, comes in. The errors of competence presented. Are thus intended to provide a pattern of orientation to prevent unbalanced and one side physical education teaching. Next slide. And it is up to the sport didacticans and sport teachers to select suitable content here in order to classify the individual errors of competences into a super, superordinate system it is worthwhile to look, look back at Dewey's concept of experience. For Dewey, experience is the merging of action and suffering. Dewey calls this primary experience and it describes the unproblematic cause of action in largely habitualized context of e- experience. No distinction is made between experience and object, between subject and object, because all are suspended in a diffuse wholeness. As soon as previously proven causes of action and implicit patterns of interpretation fail, this immediate wholeness of experience is at least partially broken up. Possibilities for action are anticipated in relations to situations that are still unclear, ambiguous, and open to the future. And new meanings of actions, objects, and experience are interpreted. With regard to this from experience, Dewey speaks of secondary experience. It is the level of gaining knowledge and learning from the solution of everyday problems to scientific Research. You can make a click, Ben. Okay. In order to improve the condition factor power in bench pressing, it probably requires few decisions and many motor skills are also characterized by the fact that they are in the sense of primary experience, automated. Movement sequences of cyclists and athletes are hardly determined situational reflexively at the moment of execution, but already with motoric complex and at the same time aesthetically judgment judged movements such as gymnastics or snowboarders in the halfpipe. This momentum, momentum tilts into a secondary experience, demanding a situated creativity. In any case, as the moment at the first turn with a double cork, double cork for the snowboarders, perhaps you know that, on the, of the first turn with a double cork, I don't have time to decide whether there is enough time for a triple cork. But when jumping on the edge, you still have this time, even if it happens in a fraction of a second. On the other side of the continuum, there is all the more time for decisions, or as it goes without saying, for reflections. Thus, for all the core curriculum, there is an original place for situated creativity. Because here, decisions are made in the situation itself, in the sense of a reflective experience. To come back again to body-mind dualism, the body is characterized by the fact that it always finds itself in empirical conditions, in contrast to in contrast to mind which does not need the empiricism. And it and this seems to me to be of central importance for sports. This body makes experiences in situations through movement. The physical mental activity necessary for this is controlled by a knowledge that could be called tacit knowledge in reference to Polanyi, perhaps you know him. It works in silence and if it penetrates too much into the consciousness, disturbs the ability. In contrast, a exclusive cognitive activity is controlled by a reflexive, loud knowledge, which could be called reflection on ex- action in reference to Donald Jones, Even if he did not formulate this explicitly for sportive activities, you can click Ben Here Mark Johnson particular has taken up the separation of body and mind that Dewey lift, lifted and dissolved in not only in relation to society, but the both in relation to his own body. The distinction between tasty knowledge and the reflection on action thus points to something very original in sport and can be used well as an indicator for the middle of physical education. And it is precisely in this balance of silent and loud knowledge that the middle of physical education becomes apparent. Explicit sports decisions usually get by without reflection. Indeed, they often depend on not wasting any time with reflection. As the example of double cork, or tactical decisions, for example, in a basketball game show. In contrast, decisions are made in teaching learning processes, for example, in sport lessons. Here it is all about students learning from problematic situations, learning because it makes school different from a gym, for example. For such situations, Joas used the term situated creativity. Next, next uh, slide, Ben. Joas uh, has uh, a definition for situated creativity and you can read it by yourself, please. Learning situations in physical education differ from exclusively sportive situations by the potential for situated creativity and thus by the potential for learning. It is problematic or painful situations that make this potential for learning possible. possible. Another click please uh, Ben. Okay. Situated creativi- creativity refers in the very brief introduction to this concept here, to the idea of Bildung formulated at the beginning. The individual himself has to be creative in such sports situations, which in the best case results in learning. In contrast to the German concept of Bildung and following the American pragmatism, I do not try to do this independently of society and body. The Complementary Curriculum Model for Physical Education attempts to derive these interdependencies from the phenomenon of sport in order to develop something like the ability to act as an idea of education. Next slide. So uh, I am I coming for the conclusion, and I have prepared a, a video from a Swiss skier. Now I'm not sure if you have the video. Do you have the video uh, Ben I think so uh, on the slide yeah. you can okay um, the interview is with Mark Gisin he is a Swiss ski racer. He has a lot of fractures uh, the last few years, and he has started this year again uh, in the R squad. I don't know if it is the right word. He's a very good skier, but he is not famous. And he has made an interview in a sport show, and I have made some uh, subtitles for you in English that you understand this interview and i hope uh, the video will re- work give a click ben please
1: wow that's pretty incredible uh, Roland. Uh... <laughs>
2: okay you can click again <laughs> ben yeah. and the uh, last last um, slide yes thank you for uh, your attention uh, i think uh, Mark Giesling has said for conclusion in other words that I wanted to tell you about the body mind and so I'm I'm uh listening to your questions
1: Okay thank you uh so in in, in terms of the video um what what's uh, it's sort of uh, obviously uh the downhill is a sports skill that many people are not aware of. What, what do you think is the main uh, take-home message from that? That the, the mind and the body uh, have a difficult time connecting, or when they do connect, then you get your best times? So what would you like as the main take-home message for uh, the students to focus on from the video.
2: From the video, okay. Um, the, 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 ski, the, the downhill skier is in the, in the high-end sports. But he tells us in his own words what is so important for physical education in schools. We have, we have some knowledge in the, in the body. And yes. we, have, we have to uh, to develop this knowledge with the child and with the young people. We have not only to trainee the body, and we have not only to develop uh, knowledge in the brain. There is something in the middle. And that uh, is told us from Mark Giesling, uh, in 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 cool words in, from a, from a sportsman.
1: Yes, very good. Uh, I think everyone's nodding here. Um, uh, what I'll ask uh, the students to do is to ask some questions of you from the readings and also about the subject matter, matter knowledge uh, in Switzerland and Germany. Uh, I I personally find the notion of Bildung. Mm -hmm. Very interesting, Uh, and I'm learning more about that all the time. Um, So, I'll let the students ask a question. They'll just have to make sure they get close to the microphone.
0: Okay, so uh, I'll ask one question. Uh, Okay, this is Eddie. Yeah, Uh, so I have a question. I I really agree that uh, our P lesson uh, should consider body and mind together they are not they are not update to each other but rather they are complement to each other so I my, my question is uh, because now uh, uh, the assessment you know functions a lot uh, in in the curriculum and instructional decisions when the teacher make their curriculum and instruction decisions and also uh, so what what is your ideas about the influence of the assessment in PE that 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 is influence on the uh, subject matter or Yeah, okay. because I noticed that the students assessment are much more focused on the body side.
2: Okay, yes, that's that's similar in, in Switzerland. We have a lot of assessment. But we are lucky uh because um physical education does not um decide if uh, uh, a people a pupil can go to the next step so we have we have uh, assessments in 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 physical education but it does not matter <laughs> that's that's um, for me that's okay because uh, what you said, um, we have a lot of assessment on the side of the body, and that's no good because we have we have um, the the task for for the school that um, child uh, children and young people have to learn something and not only to train the muscles. That's my opinion, uh, but if we have. Um, the same problem in Switzerland, but as uh, Jerry Craig says, um, sport teachers are also curriculum maker. Mm-hmm. We can take, take the cake, the content for the lessons, uh, for the classes, and we can we can change the, the the content. Thank you. Was that the answer you expected? Accepted.
3: <laughs> Hi, Roland. Uh... Feeling, Dank for the presentation.
2: Oh, very good. In it's, German.
3: <laughs> it's very, very interesting. Um, so uh, I, I know in the paper you ta- we talked about Jews' interpretation of um, an activity that involves suffering. Yes. And I'm just curious about, like, obviously that you can, can get drawn in by the suffering. And I'm just reminded of a, uh, was it a Kim Oliver article where she talked about the sweetness of struggle. And in many ways, I, talk, I suppose we're talking about the sweetness of suffering here when we think about the subject matter in physical education. I'm just wondering how much we, you think we're probably learning from our suffering, so to speak, in physical education in terms of are we suffering cognitively? Are we suffering uh, effectively or is it psychomotor? And I think you kind of answered that, but like what, what, what should we suffer more in, so to speak?
2: So I hope I have understand your very uh, fast uh, Irish uh, English. <laughs> <And> <laughs> the, the 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 word suffering is from you, and I accept this word because to learn is similar to suffering. If you are very comfortable um, in a in a comfort a comfortable uh, chair uh, in in a in a hot uh, area and we have nothing to do we can not learn anything so we have to to put the the students in problematic uh, situations and Problematic situations are something like suffering. It is not suffering with the, with the soul. It is not suffering with the body, uh, heart. But it is a little bit suffering. And um, uh, uh, in my experience, the students accept that. They want to be, they have to be a little bit angry, a little bit... Uh, um, we uh, we, ha- we have a, we have some some colors for that in Switzerland we have a zone it is green that's very comfortable and we have a zone that is the zone is red that's panic zone and in the middle is uh, orange and this is the learning zone and learning zone is a little bit suffering yes <laughs> Thanks.
4: I really enjoyed the descriptions around um, situated creativity and um, just your bringing that sort of into this. Uh, Again, I'm Jennifer, so I'm the non-physical education uh, person, so thank you for letting me sit at the table. Um, But I... I do think it's interesting to consider where um, where in in the moment um, of the action, right, becomes this split second decision that mm-hmm. really is um, a, a, a a rub, right, between the mind and the body, and. That that is probably more um, obvious in physical education than it is in math or science or social studies mm-hmm. or English, right? Mm-hmm. But I I wonder about where situated creativity, this split second decision um, for the other. Contents could learn from what we're learning in PE,
2: Um, and
4: you think that that's possible?
2: Yeah, uh, for the first, uh, Hans Joas from uh, I I take the the the, the word uh, situated creativity from him. Um, He has uh, written this this text not only for physical education he has uh, created this this um, word this term this heuristic for all all situation in the life mm. so i have translated this uh, philosophical um, term in the uh, physical education and i think in other situation in cognitive um, Classes, you have only uh, cognitive uh, uh, decisions. That's right, but these decisions are not only made with uh, this uh, only with the brain. We have other other uh, influences here, and Joas said we have we have, um, for example, an um, a narrative. Remember, mm-hmm. we have some some narratives. They influence our decisions, and this we can not. Um, um, what's the English word? We can not only um, decide uh, by the by the uh, by the brain. It's it's more. It's also the body in in English lesson and in in social sciences, it's also the body, but it's not so obviously uh, like in the physical education, there is the body uh, more present, that's it, yes. Thank you. You're
5: welcome. Uh, Hi, I'm Judy. Hello. Uh, (laughs) My background is in elementary physical education. Mm -hmm. Uh, so when I'm thinking about the continuums and the, the graphics in the article were, were wonderful. It was really nice to see that and to put some pieces together. I've connected to, uh, the piece where you were talking about standards and how the word standards has a double standard. Mm Um, thinking about standards based learning in education as a whole, Will we ever, as teachers, find the way to get students to learn about situated creativity and put them in situations so they can learn the art of that split second decision? Is that more warranted to sport? Because the skier in the video that was beautiful to hear how he was so connected, the mind, the body, uh, with the elite athletes. We know that so much more of it is mental than it is actually the physical execution. But mm-hmm. when we look at physical education as a field, mm-hmm. following these standards, are we putting a ceiling on student learning? Mm-hmm. And are we saying we reach reached the standard, we don't allow them to go past that point to maybe mm-hmm. learn how to navigate the split-second decisions? What's your take on that?
2: Mm-hmm. So I, I try to, to answer this question, if I have understand the question right. Um, we, we stay uh, in the mountains. Uh, I tell always, um, we have some questions in physical education. They are not asked from the teacher, they are asked from the environment. If, we, if I'm on the hill with my ski, ask for the for the for my movement is coming from the hill and not from the teacher and I think um, the same uh, with uh, with my students they have the habitude that's correct then habitude uh, you habitude. understand habitude yes. Yeah? Yes. Habit. they way? have the habits um, to to ask the, the the students always they ask they, they make tasks and prompts uh, move up move down go in this coin go up on the on the on the team etc etc but we have some questions from the from the center from the sports. For example, um, skiing the hill is the the question. And for a dancer, the question is the the empty uh, room. Make some movements in this room. That's the question. And if you have a good music, the music is the question. Make movements to this music. And I think uh, we have to bring our uh, Physical education educator um your teacher students to these questions. Don't tell the, the students only what they have to do. Ask them or the, let the phenomenon ask something about sports and, and, and movements. That's my simple answer <laughs> for this question. Okay.
1: Good. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, but I- but uh, Roland, uh, by asking that, or answering that question, you're really, I think, referring to some of the philosophy of uh, Bildong, which from my understanding is, it's a very uh, student-centered approach to education. Could, could you just talk a little bit more about Bildong?
2: Yes, <laughs> yes. We have the problem with building <clears throat> that they have over a hundred years now. The idea that the subject is is um, is the only thing we have to control and we have to influence and. Um, from there, uh, society and body has has no place in this construction of, of uh, education. Um, so, if we take uh, if we take Bildung as a concept of education, we always have the problem that we have to influence uh, the subject like uh, psychon uh, psych uh, what's the word uh, psychologist uh, um, and not uh, like um, a human a human man in a society that's that's uh, the big difference to the um, American uh, pragmatism uh, like you as as um, tell us we are we are part of a uh, of a society, and in the education we cannot ignore that, that this phenomenon. Um, and so, uh, in physical education, we have to um, develop uh, students in their, in their, in their competences. In, in sports in movement in the society and not only for their self 100 years ago uh, physical education I have mentioned in my text was only um, muscle training that was enough that was all they have done and they have not done uh, soccer or football or th- uh, things like that they have only trained the muscles and um, the good body for a good brain uh, as the Greeks said <laughs> yes then it's difficult to we have already uh, uh, talked about this difference it, it is difficult to explain what Bildung is yes it is not the same as uh, the says, <laughs> yeah.
1: right and I think that uh, it's very important for us to try to understand it from a German perspective but the problem is there uh, there are not a lot of uh, texts that are written in English about Bildong. were you going to say something Jennifer
4: so my question is is Bildung I think about um Arts specific examples of this in my head, so I'm I'm trying to see if does build on. Is it like the relationship between the artist, the object, and the audience? Because there is a profound relationship going on mm-hmm. at all times between those three things. It's not just the artist, it's never just the art, and it's never just the community, right? It's, or the audience, right? It's all of those things, and it's temporal. So it's, as well, so it travels throughout time. So is on like that? Is it this interaction between body, mind, and society, and, then we can then make it historical.
2: Yeah, I'd like your, your pictures. Um, I think you have, Bildung is um, only between the art and the artist without okay. audience. Okay. If, uh, that's, that's a good picture. They don't think with the audience and... Uh, in an American tradition, you have always audience because it is important. We are not alone in in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have given I have give you the text from tröller He makes relationships between the the Second World War and the National Socialists mm-hmm. um, and this concept of Bildung. They are really similar because. They don't need uh, audience to develop this uh, squirrel uh, idea of the um, of the uh, second world war in in germany mm. that's very similar because it, they think without audience <laughs> It's a good picture <laughs>
4: okay right but could society replace audience
1: uh i'm not think, sure i think yeah yeah i think uh we're, we're talking about writing a paper on build so once <laughs> yes. we do get to that we'll try to uh translate that i know i've talked to klaus and yomas your friends and colleagues about that so uh in the future we must talk about that mm-hmm.
5: actually i had a question
2: but I think he already answered my question. So
1: okay, all right.
2: I was about to. Can, add, can you it, uh, Um,
5: I was about to ask if teachers should provide students with a prob- problematic situation for situated creativity. What capacity do you think p teachers should have for that? That was my question, but okay. I think he answered for that
2: quality. Okay. Uh, we make with with my students, uh, teacher students. We make a lot of work with the biography. They have to talk about their own biography. Right. Biography, you understand? Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because, yes. Because, yeah. Because they um, they have a lot of them have a biography in, in, a, in a sport. Uh, they have uh, make football on a high level, for example, they have made uh, soccer in a high level. And so we talk them about their own uh, experience in the sport, because that is very important for these problematic situations. They have never had problematic situation in their own discipline. So we make some problems uh, uh, extraordinary. So we we push, for example, a, a, a good f- um, a soccer player in a situation for dance. Right. Um, dance, something with a complicated music. And then uh, he, he uh, has the experience with problematic exp- uh, situations. And then we can um, <clears throat> talk about uh, problematic situations with students in, in classes.
4: Yes. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Right. And now, Roly, I understand what you're saying, because I know at the University of Auckland, where I was for the last eight years, uh, that was a large part of their curriculum. The, uh, so basically, the social critical critiquing of uh, what you consider to be normal. Now, um, could you just explain, though, um, from a naive perspective... Uh, why do we want to problematize so much? What is the value of problematizing and creating a chaotic situation that I feel uncomfortable in? <laughs> uh,
2: that's the difference. Uh, if, if you are feel comfortable, uh, you are in the green zone and you cannot learn anything. But I don't mean problematic as a very very hard critical situation okay. i don't mean this I mean um, sim- simple problems I mean practical problems in a, in a soccer game. what can I do to get a goal? Mm-hmm. These are problems. What can I do to get up on the on the horizontal bar uh, gym, that's the correct word for rec. <laughs> um, uh, the, the, yes, the, these are problems in, 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 in sports. Um, and for me, the, the nicest problem is always, I am on the hill with my snowboard and I have to go down very comfortable. That's the solution. I have to go down without any troubles. I have to go down with uh, less, less power. I have to go down with a lot of fun. And that's the solution for the problem on the mountain.
1: Right, and uh, so I'm a downhill skier, so therefore I would be scooting down on my bottom. So I would have a lot of problems. <laughs> All right, uh, I think someone else might have a question.
3: Uh, a little. Yeah, Rolly, and shoulder going. I'll try speak a little bit slower this time.
2: Yeah, no problem. <laughs> uh,
3: I had that problem, <laughs> and I think when we t- when, you, when you talk about problematizing physical education, um, I know in the paper you talked about how content standards that Judy was talking about as well in a similar fashion. Cu- you, you you wrote that they were culturally and socially shaped. Mm. And I know we've been talking mm-hmm. about a student-centered uh, subject matter as well, too. And I guess, you know, we still have to get to a point where we figure mm-hmm. what kind of contributions students have to make for subject matter in physical education. But the thing we, I suppose, and Dylan Landy talked about this last week, was that physical education shouldn't look the same in every part of the world. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be the problem a lot. With uh, sometimes with our content standards in PE, that we try to be a little bit too universal. Um, so, do you think subject matter should be locally determined? That there should be a ma- a larger emphasis placed on local subject matter? Uh, and I suppose if, if you were to do that, how could you ensure that it is uh, valid? Yes, uh, that
2: that's, uh, the. The, the central question: My my model of the continuum uh, should should um, um, secure that in in uh, local content uh, matter is all 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 uh, competencies are in it. So uh, for me, a local. Uh, Content matter is, is very important. Um, in, in Switzerland, you go skiing. In, in uh, North Germany, you can't go skiing. You make some water sport. And in both of them, you can slide. So slide is, is a very basic uh, content uh, content matter for physical education. And you can change this this uh, content if you want, but you have to do something sliding you have to do something um, rolling you have to do something in aesthetical uh, matter and and etc cetera, etc cetera. that's uh, that's the the thing I wanted to say with uh, local local content yes
1: Roly, sh- should we um Ooh. I guess the question is, uh, should we and why should we uh, want to focus on the subject matter of physical education? I joining us. I know. Hi, Phil. Uh, Hi, <laughs> Hey, Don, Phil. I'll introduce you in a minute, mate. Um, so, uh, obviously, you had to make a case because I know you got a, a large grant recently from uh, uh, some funders. So what, what was your main rationale? How can you help us uh, seek funding if we want to study the subject matter uh, of physical education in the US or in other countries?
2: <clears throat> oh, that's a big question. Uh, Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Last question. <laughs> Last question, Okay. Uh, <laughs> Um, I won't, um, with my with my um, heuristic with my model I wanted only to show in physical education you have both sides you have you have the body side it's very important and you have the mind side side is very important if you are in a soccer club or you are in a box box um, um, a uh, cave, and you make some sports for your pleasure. In the evening, you don't have this side of the of the of the mind. You don't have to do that. You can only go outside in the forest and make jogging, without thinking anything. For me, that's okay. I make this too. Tomorrow morning, I will go jogging and I will think nothing. That's very good in sports. But for physical education in the environment of, of uh, school, we have to uh, uh, explore and uh, develop also the, the this, this uh, pole of the mind. And in this uh, continuum, we have to develop the content of physical education. That's the only thing I can say. Uh, all the other things, um, there are three things. Um, uh, one thing is um, motoric skills. One thing is uh, tactical skills. And the th- third things are aesthetic skills. Aesthetic this is uh, only a, a, a big frame to develop uh, some, some uh, curriculum or some physical education content in different uh, nations and countries.
1: Good, good answer, Roland. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, I hope you don't mind now. Well, do you have any questions for us before we go? Uh, or before you go, or, and you're quite welcome to stay on, I just want to sort of switch now. I think you've given us a very good introduction uh, to the subject matter knowledge of physical education, and, and Phil's going to start in a minute. But do you have any questions for us?
2: Or uh, No, I have no, no questions. I will follow you and Phil on the screen uh, for the next time but uh, thanks a lot for the discussion it is very interesting for me to discuss with, with other uh, continents with other uh, nations uh, uh, about the, the thinking about physical education we are so different we can learn from each other that's very cool good thing thank you, okay. so
1: thank, welcome, you. Thank, thank you thank you uh... so, um, bye bye
4: <laughs>
2: Good
1: I night, like, you know. Yeah, get some rest. <laughs> it's about eleven o'clock at night, then.
0: Good <laughs> luck like running in the starter bar. <laughs>